Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker audio journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down, your edge of the rabbit hole after hours show. We're going to start a little late here tonight. By the way, I'm Mike Ricksecker, author and ghost story. Yes, a little bit late uh, because our last show, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, went a little bit longer. Of course, Vanessa, our co-host, was back from Ireland, had a lot of different adventures to tell us about, and so it was an absolutely fantastic time being able to catch up with her. And now we are going to talk about crawlers. <laughs> and I saw in the chat there as we were ending the last show and kind of some of the in-between parts that, um, you know, people were like, what, what the heck does he mean by crawlers? I mean, like night, I don't think anybody actually said night crawlers, <laughs> you know, like the little, you know, uh, things that you use to fish with. But um, yes, B3 Airspace, Vanessa was awesome. So we can go a little bit longer tonight, that's fine, and, uh, you know, I know a lot of people will book out of here about midnight in the east, and I completely understand that. It's a Tuesday night. People have to work in the morning and all that. I'm a night owl, so I, I can stay up longer fielding questions, whatever we need to do, uh, but I will hang out for a while. Not a problem. So, yeah, night crawler worms, like Andrew said. Uh, so, and Carrie Parrish here as long as he can hold out. Awesome. So, yeah, great to have all of you aboard. And so, crawlers, what I'm talking about are the supernatural shadow entities crawlers. I've actually experienced one. For those of you that have known me for a while, have followed the different videos, maybe even caught the My Ghost Story episode, Church of Darkness, then you might know what I'm talking about when I mention crawler. So, I'm talking about this uh, this evening for a couple of reasons. Well, for one, I'm, we're doing Mysteries of the Church of Darkness for the Friday Night Ghost Frights video. So basically, that's a three-part series. I'm essentially reading straight from, and there's Jen with a $20 super chat. Thank you very much, Jen. Absolutely appreciate that. Jen is already a, a, a Patreon. And so, um, yeah, absolutely appreciate that. So, <laughs> always catches me by surprise, but we do appreciate the super chats uh, through and through. So, yeah, so we're doing a three-part series there where I'm basically reading from Ghost Story and Case Files. Now, the story in there, it's part true, part fiction. I know I keep hitting this, and so you guys probably keep getting bumped. Sorry about that. I talk with my hands a lot on the show. So, now, we actually did see the crawler. Uh, we experienced that. I'm going to play you a clip. We didn't have video cameras going. It was basically flash photography and audio at that point. This was from almost eight years ago. And uh, it was very interesting. So let me go ahead and I'll play you the clip. And then we'll talk a little bit more. So this will just kind of like, boom, uh, get you right into what I am talking about. So crawler clip. So here you go. Overpowering. Yes, there's a crawler. What? Scared the crap out of me. The crawler. Jumped right on me downstairs. What was it? The crawler. Okay, we just said we're. I'm just in patient. They hate us from evil. From evil. Amen. Something is screwing up over here. The plastic bottle on the floor? 
Yes, but they're making sounds and moving the bottle and everything. Something. Are y'all not hearing it? No. I'm no. Thinking of my good thoughts. Did you not hear it, Kathy? No, I didn't right. move. John is a freaking crawler. I did not move. Well, I swear to you guys, I didn't move. We believe you. We believe you. Did you not hear it? Did I you not that. hear the thud on the freaking metal? I heard that. Okay, I did not. I had just it. heard it again. Or unless that was you, Dustin. I just moved, but I didn't hit any metal. To sing God's praise. Did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah. That was not me. All right, so that is a clip. So a couple things here real quick. Uh, super heart from Dan Class down in Periscope. Appreciate that, Dan. Um, we throw the love back and forth here. Go check out Dan's feeds sometime uh, as well out there on Periscope. Great stuff. And, of course, he has uh, uh, the uh, Encounter Show, all that great stuff, and um, the <laughs> Haunted Dot Space Show. He's got a lot of stuff going on. And then uh, Tom McNicholas with a $10 super chat in the uh, in the YouTube feed here. So thank you, Tom, for another $10 super chat. We have some super chat superstars tonight so far in Jen. And Tom, really do appreciate that. And then uh, Dan, appreciate that down there in Periscope. So as I lose my Periscope connection. So that was the, the clip. Now, again, you don't see the crawler in that clip. And so... You, you have a, like audio where you're hearing some voices, people talking, they're talking about the crawler, you hear some banging around and all that. And essentially what that was, was the Mountain Dew bottle on the ground getting kicked around. And then there's some metal banging that was going on as well, which was quite unusual. And then the electrostatic noise on the audio recorder, which... There's absolutely no power out there at all. You know, we're we're out in the middle of nowhere, literally out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> amongst fields. You know, this old church was a very rural church. There's there were bales of hay stacked up outside of it from the farmer uh, next door. The uh, uh, dirt road. I was trying to. <laughs> the road is dirt. That's what I was trying to say. And it's very narrow. Right across from it is the cemetery, Black Bear Cemetery. So it is way out there. So there's no power. And we're getting that and the banging right after we're getting the electric static noise on there. Now, the crawler, this thing, it started by the windows. And we kept seeing something like peer inside, peer inside. And then it was inside and around the walls, on the ceiling, and you're catching glimpses of it. And I'm I, one of the reasons why I wanted to address this tonight, I guess I'll just kind of get into it, is that I recently saw a video, I'm not going to say which one or anything like that, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but it was about crawlers. And to me, there's a little bit of misinformation in it, and I don't know if it's just part of the internet phenomenon now where... We're throwing all these different stories up there on Reddit. People are making videos and not discrediting anybody. And there's no way to say that anybody isn't telling a true story or what have you. But there's a lot of this misinformation getting thrown around. And and maybe it's not even that. I mean, it could even be just there's different forms of these entities because we really don't know. 
but with some sites, I take it with a grain of salt because you never know who's actually posting and submitting these different stories. So the description that was given in this one particular video was that, you know, the, they could basically just fully see the crawler and, you know, very tall, had these long arms, of course, was crawling like a crab, all that long, skinny legs, all of that sort of thing. And really the one that we experienced there, and we had already heard stories about this crawler being there before, you know, from, from years beforehand. It moved so dang quick that you almost couldn't see it at times. I mean, really, I mean, there were times that we didn't, we just heard it. But you'd see, like, the glimpse of an arm, the glimpse of a leg. It wasn't... It was, it was about, I would say it was almost average height. If you were to actually just take the torso part of it, you're talking like the average size of a human. But yeah, it did kind of have those long arms and long legs. But people saying that it's just like tall, almost like Slender Man-ish tall. And I think that's where some of these different things come into play is, you know, they, uh, people talk about, you know, the, the rake, which is a creepy pasta thing. Rake's not real. This is, um, you know, those are stories that people have come up with. They're little horror stories. It's fine. It's great. You know, it's based off of different things that people have, you know, seen, experienced. They're based off of, you know, shadow people and other different things. That's where Enderman came from. So, um, a crawler would be, to me, a shadow entity. Just because of the properties that I've seen with it, where it is just black. It's just a black entity. It's kind of moves in and out of the shadows. You know, we saw it up there, you know, basically, you know, coming through the window, which was shadowed. It stayed along, you know, the roof, along the walls, kind of had that crab-like feature to it. But again, it was just so very elusive. But it was all around us at the same time, too. It was very bizarre. Um, there is there is a photo out there. I'll, I'll pop it up here that it's... I don't know if it's a real photo or not. You can never tell from any of these things, but I would say similar to what we saw, but you gotta remember, we've seen it like that quick. So, and that's this one here. So you can see a bit of a head, you can see a torso, um, some legs down there. Maybe that's an arm stretching up to the ceiling. And that's really quite similar to what we saw, whether this... Uh, whether this photo is real or not. And I see we're getting some questions in here. So let me go ahead and field some of those. Well, I have some other photos here. And I'm going to have to restart the Periscope thing. People are responding and there's, I don't have a video feed on there. So, uh, so let me go ahead. Um... Okay, so Kayla Spears, would you consider them to be shadow people or something else? So uh, I consider it a shadow person. In fact, I'm including, well, I have included crawlers as shadow as my shadow people presentation. So I give a shadow uh, people presentation a couple times a year, and I include that as part of my shadow person presentation just because of, like I said, some of the different properties that it has where it is just, it is just black. Um, 
just the way it moves in and out of the shadows. You know, I did have a shadow person to uh, experience with, you know, just a full body shadow person when I was young. So I won't, say, I won't say that they looked exactly alike, but they did have similar properties. So I would consider it a type of shadow person. Of course, one that's more nefarious, uh, one that's probably a little bit more sinister. Seemed to be playing with us a lot that particular night. Uh, you heard us within there where the medium that was with us that particular night was uh, quite spooked by it, quite scared. So she asked us to say prayers. So we start, we, you heard us say some prayers and stuff just boom, 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 started going on. Uh, she then asked us if we could start singing hymns. So we started singing hymns. And so that's why you heard the singing in there. And again, boom, 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 stuff's going on. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely a more nefarious type of shadow creature or shadow person or shadow entity, whichever term you want to use for that. So Tom McNicholas, uh, do you think crawlers are ghosts? So, uh, a ghost would be a human spirit. So some people define it as human earthbound spirit. And other people will say that, you know, spirits, you know, have uh, crossed over. But ghosts are attributed to humans where, to me, a shadow person, crawler, a type of uh, interdimensional being is what I chalk them up to. So whether that's, you know, the hat man, the hooded figure, seen the mist before, um, I've seen the wisp, which you've, we did the uh, shadow person episode, what was it, back in November maybe? And so I played some of those clips. And so like the wisp going through the door and you heard the door crash, like boom, but you didn't see it. This was a metal swinging door. So that was like, okay. If it's in a different dimension, maybe we heard it but didn't see it do the thing with the door. So I believe they're interdimensional beings, not ghosts. So um, so let's see. Carrie, rake is very real. It's evil. Kill you if given the chance. I disagree. I, I know you and I were going to disagree on this, Carrie, because just look up rake. It's under all the creepypasta stuff. The creepypasta stuff are... They're stories people have created, uh, little horror stories. It's just like Slender Man and all this this other stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, even like gaming stuff like Hero Brine is under uh, Creepypasta. So I believe the stories of rakes were influenced by real life entities, but the actual quote unquote rake from Creepypasta itself is not real. It's a fictional character. So, uh, what else you guys got? Bree Jones, um, this caretaker of Middle Springs. I think he's like a shadow person created by the building for purpose of protecting the building. Um, could be. I, I mean, we've experienced a number of different spirits, ghost entities there. Uh, most, most are quite nice. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, I mean, an actual shadow. I mean, there's the there's the guy down by the pool. I want to call him. Well, you're saying that this one is actually caretaking there. So, yeah, that could be. I, I have not encountered that particular one. If you're saying it's there, so um, down a purr in a do. Do you think demons can impersonate shadow people? Um, 
I guess I'm not seeing the name. Per in a do. You this Donna's forwarding it to me because I this, the chat scrolls by, so I don't see it all. Uh, do you think demons can impersonate uh, shadow people? Well, demons can impersonate you know anything. I mean, they could impersonate. They could pers- impersonate a person. They could impersonate a child. Could they impersonate a shadow person? Yeah. Um, but also keep in mind that demons are rare. You know, uh, a, a lot of people, they see something nasty happen in the house or they think it's nasty and they immediately attribute it to a demon. So something gets knocked over, you know, falls off a shelf and, oh, I've got a demon. And it's like, no, you know, there might have been a trimmer to knock the thing off the shelf. You know, there could always be a legit reason. But a lot of people just, you know, demon, you know, and that's a lot to do with today's media, today's popular culture, demons are an in thing, you know, the more demons you can put into uh, a movie, a YouTube video, whatever, the more popular it's going to become, so they're very rare, all right, so uh, Bethany Warner's having issues with Frontier, (laughs) nice, 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 okay, so couple more that I wanted to uh, get into. So to show you a little bit more about, okay, well, just here, another idea of a uh, crawler. So this, because a lot of people will throw this out on the internet. So I just wanted to uh, debunk this one real quick. And so this is supposed to be (laughs) what people believe is a, um, a crawler, a type of crawler, uh, shadow entity taken by a trail cam. Um, this is not that at all. This is actually movie publicity created by J.J. Uh, Abrams' crew for the movie Super 8. So this is not an actual real picture. So if somebody shows you this pic and says it's real, it's not. So just wanted to uh, throw that one out there for you guys. I mean, it's an interesting depiction of what one could possibly look like in what people have described but this is not an actual real pick, just to uh, let you know. So yeah, B3 Airspace says easy to fake just about anything these days. So to get back into um, just the Black Bear stuff again a little bit here. So this is the actual basement of the Black Bear Church. It's taken from uh, the stairs that you walk down to get in there. And so this is generally the area where we were hanging out that evening. Um, There were times, the windows to the right, where we initially saw it kind of peeking in. We saw, you know, a shadow kind of peeking in from there. Um, And then this is the Mountain Dew bottle in question that got kicked around, that got thrown around. Whatever you want to say happened to it. It was uh, darting around that... uh, that basement that day or that night and so and <laughs> it seems kind of silly okay mike you took a picture of a mountain dew bottle but that's that's the thing that was uh getting thrown around as well as you know the metallic banging that was going on and then of course we got the uh you know some of that electrostatic uh stuff going on so Okay, now I was talking a little bit about stories that are going on uh, around the internet, and whether they're true or not, we don't know, but there is an interesting map that somebody has assembled out there of sightings of crawlers. Now, of course, 
missing from this particular map happens to be our sighting of it back in 2010. And so, yeah, that, so that's missing, which is kind of funny. I find that ironic because ours was, of course, on a television show. So you think that one would have been uh, thrown up there. But it's not. But this is, you know, I, I guess I'm mixed on it. You know, it's. I guess it's interesting somebody, you know, trying to put together a map in which sightings have happened, what that really means. I don't know. <laughs> you know, obviously... You know, crawlers, shadow entities, anything like that have been, they've been around for thousands of years. If you go back into history, and like when I've done my shadow person presentation, all of, the, all of those types of entities, types of beings, if you go back into each of these different cultures from around the world that really didn't communicate with each other, you know, for thousands of years, they all have very, very similar stories of shadow people. They, they all call them something different, and they might have a little bit of a different name, and they might have some other details, but they're all talking about essentially the same thing. So for a modern map to be put together, it's like, okay, what you're trying to prove, is there a pattern with it? I don't think there's any pattern or anything like that. I, I guess I, I guess for me, having an analytical mind, I'm just trying to determine what type of data you're trying to <laughs> derive from it. But I guess, you know, to some, it's kind of interesting just to see where all the different sightings have been. It's, so I guess to me, I'm looking at, okay, like a lot of people, you know, have maps for UFO sightings. And for me, that's a little bit different because you're looking at, you know, where somebody uh like another race may you know be frequently landing you know or studying or something like that where with with uh with a shadow entity it's just i think they're all over you know <laughs> i don't think there's a necessarily a rhyme or a reason to it so let's get into some of these questions uh okay let me scroll up here a little bit per panic videos do you believe some of the shadow figures crawlers etc could be residual um, I don't believe shadow people are residual. Again, I believe they are interdimensional beings. And so I believe that they are intelligent. Now, being interdimensional, I believe there's there are times where we're not necessarily seeing them on our plane of existence, but on their plane of existence, and there's a bit of a bleed over. And I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, the incident at Johnny V's, where I walked into the kitchen. It seemed like I scared it. And there was just this wisp of a shadow that darted toward the other door as a swinging metal door. And you heard the bang of the door, but you didn't see it. And I have a an audio clip of all of it and everything. And the other uh, couple of people that I was with, they were out in the uh, restaurant area, and they heard it, and they didn't see anything happen. I even asked them, you know, did you throw anything over there? No, they hadn't thrown anything at the door. You know? So uh, to me, it, it was kind of likened to it went through the door in its own dimension. Like there had been another existence of Johnny V's and it went through the door there scared because maybe you saw me come in as a ghost, as an entity and so it took off through the door in its dimension, 
made that sound, but I didn't see it because it wasn't in my dimension. So it was like kind of like a little bit of a bleed over. And this is almost kind of like what I get into talking about dimensions and time and how you know it may not be a linear river of time as we are accustomed to thinking, but it's a uh, it's stacked. It's a uh, time is all stacked on top of each other, and all these things are happening perpetually at the same time, and so there's occasionally an echo as something's happening here and something's happening there where for whatever reason, I don't know the reason why, but as they're echoing, they're kind of bleeding over to each other. And that's where sometimes ghosts seem to see, seem to see us as ghosts. So a little bit off topic for here, but um, I guess the dimension part kind of plays into that. All right, so um, it's per Bethany, do you think that crawler you saw came in through the window? Actually, yeah, <laughs> I do believe it came in through the window. Uh, that's where we first started really seeing it, started sensing it, um, kind of earlier, like way earlier on in that audio. Uh, we were making remarks about seeing things over by the window, like, did you see something over there? Yeah, I saw some movement, that sort of stuff. And so it did seem to come in through the window, and then it was all around us after that. So, um, I saw another one in here. Okay, per Tom, have you ever gotten an EVP with a crawler on it? Okay. Interesting question. We have gotten a couple of EVPs at that location. Not sure if it's the crawler. Uh, because it you know sounds like a human voice. So with the crawler, basically what we got was all that interaction with the the banging metal, with the you know stupid bottle getting kicked around on the floor, uh, with that static interference. So that's kind of the stuff that we got. Uh, not necessarily a what you'd call an EVP, but you know some audio type evidence there I mean really because we didn't have a visual nobody had a, a video camera rolling at the time so we would have otherwise seen the the bottle getting kicked around so that was really all we got from there that was I, I guess if you're looking for a voice that one was quite quiet um, and remember the EVPs I got at the cemetery now I don't know if anything from there goes over to the cemetery the, the, the cemetery across the street is quite different than the church so the church has a very kind of dark, heavy type of feeling to it, where the cemetery is the exact opposite. It's like very light, more cheerful, which you would think they'd be the opposite, right? So I believe I have a, uh, let me go back into the pics. Um, yeah, I do have a Black Bear Church photo. So that's the actual uh, exterior of the church. Um, now the roof is gone. It, it it caved in a long time ago. Kids have gotten in there and, uh, you know, really spray painted the thing down, all kinds of graffiti, things like that in there. Um, there has been some evidence in the in the back. There's a little room back there with a stone slab. If you guys watched the Friday Night Ghost Frights video, you will have seen it a couple of times in there where it did look like there had been some animal sacrifices done where there was a scorch spot on there. There's some bones that were burnt, you know, stuff like that. So it looks like somebody has attempted some things here before and it's possible and there's no way to really know. 
You know, people have speculated about it for years. There's no way to really know, though, if somebody did successfully conjure something up here or if that's what they were trying to do. But it does seem, it seems that's the case. That somebody was back there messing around. Maybe they conjured this crawler up. There's also reports there of short shadow people looking in the windows, but they don't ever come inside. They'll come up to the windows. They're like three, three and a half feet tall. And they just stare in through the windows. Some people speculate that the crawler controls these uh, shorter shadow entities. So again, that's kind of how it kind of plays into, okay, this crawler is also a shadow person. So if it's leading these things, if it's the master of these things, then it would also uh, be some sort of shadow entity itself. So, again, it's... A lot is... A lot is speculation, and that's one of the things that's, you know, with the paranormal, you get a lot. Like, you get little pieces, and it's like, okay, what can I deduce? What can I figure out from these little pieces that we have from along the way? And these are the things that you get. But some of it can be misinterpreted along the way as well. For instance, and I have to throw this out there every single time that I talk about Black Bear Church. <sighs> along the way people believed that the parishioners that once frequented the church back when it was an operating church were the ones that were dabbling in the occult practices. And I have to say, I never said that. <laughs> I have to make it perfectly clear. Why? Because when we were doing the My Ghost Story episode and you know we were trying to get permission to film there, et cetera, et cetera, they came across my original YouTube video on... Uh, Black Bear Church, Black Bear Church and Cemetery. And they didn't like it. Basically because I mentioned that, that, hey, they're, you know, not back then, but there were, you know, these signs that people had done this at that church after the fact. Well, for some reason they thought that I actually meant the parishioners, which I didn't, and that's not what I said. So I have to <laughs> I have to clarify it every time I do a video, just to be sure, or just to make sure that anytime those that own the property watch one of these, if they if they so choose to do so, that I didn't mean that. <laughs> but there have been people that have spread that rumor, not me, but others. Before I long before I even came into the picture of investigating out there, that rumor had been around for years. But the parishioners, no. People after the fact, after they abandoned the church, it really looks like it. It really, really does look like it. So, um, so, per, per Grizz, do you think things from the other side look different because we all look different? Well, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you're right. We all look different. Now, it's, we're, we're talking, I'm saying these are interdimensional beings. So if these are beings from another world, another dimension, what have you, they're likely going to look a little bit different than us. So, I mean, you could, you could take aliens, you know. You know, aliens, 
beings from another planet are going to look different than us. So I would surmise that beings from another dimension are also going to look different than us. But they also have some similar characteristics where they do have, they seem to have two arms, they seem to have two legs, seem to have a head, and a torso was slightly off too. So yeah, I, I believe they're the same. So um, per, fun, per fungi, fungi, have crawlers ever been known to cause harm? So interesting question. And this is where this is where you have to be careful. <laughs> this is where you have to be careful. Um, because if you read some of the different internet stories, there are some stories out there that say they have. Whether those stories are true or not, I don't know. You have to ask yourself if you believe the storyteller. The crawler that we experienced that particular night actually did not harm us. It, it spooked most of the group, <laughs> especially the the, uh, the psychic that was with us at the time. It really spooked her. She was jumping all over the place. Um, but it didn't actually harm us. And this is something that I point out with the original shadow person that I saw when I was a kid, that thinking back on it now as an adult, although I was scared, senseless as a kid, I mean... You know, I was like eight or nine years old. I thought somebody was seriously in my room, you know, and not, I'm not thinking shadow person at the time. I'm thinking there's a person in my room that's not mom or dad, you know. Um, you know, I was scared. It crossed my arms across my body, which didn't hurt. It was just, you know, it was scary because of the fact it was doing it, um, but didn't actually hurt. And so it didn't actually cause me any harm. It just scared me, you know, because I was a kid. So now thinking back on that as an adult, it's like, so was this thing trying to harm me? Because it just, it did that and ran off down the hall. And I've had some other people, since I've been telling the story now for, for several years, um, suggest that maybe it saw me in a as dead and it was putting me in a burial pose. Okay, that's an idea. That's an idea, maybe. As far as the crawler that particular night, <clears throat> maybe it was just trying to scare us out of the church. You know, maybe it, it saw that as its domain, its dominion, and wanted us out. It did not cause us any harm. It was circling us. It was banging things around. It was throwing things around. But it didn't actually do us any physical harm. So... That's our story. Other people have other stories out there. So it, you just have to ask yourself if you believe the storyteller. You know, which is something that in this field, you know, is really a, a kind of a touchy subject. Because there are people that, there are people that do lie. And there are people that fake things. Which is really sad. Because there's so many things out there that happen that are real. That... Any of these people that do fake things and do lie about things, they cause so much harm to the field because we're trying to help people. You know, a lot of people experience a lot of different things and we're trying to help them. Whether that's, you know, some people ask us to, to clear a place out. Some people just ask, they, they want to know, they want understanding. You know, I've had people say, I'm fine with whatever is 
in the house. I just want to understand it and I want to be able to communicate with it and just set some ground rules. Okay, fine. So, but it's these other people that just really do harm to the field. And so we do our best to, to, <laughs> to, to just tell it straight. And, you know, this is the way it is. This is what you're going to get from us. So we do our part. Um, I might have to scroll back up because I know that uh, I've probably missed some things up here because there were a few times I was running my mouth. Um, Carrie, I'm still not sure what we're referring to as a crawler. So, um, okay, again, Carrie, a, a crawler that I, I just kind of repeat for anybody else who's kind of come in late anyway. So a crawler as defined here is a, I would say, a supernatural uh, interdimensional shadow being that I'd say the torso is about you know the average male long arms long legs for sure uh, kind of has that whole crab uh, walking type thing because it's on all fours on the ceiling on the walls um, that's what we're basically defining as a crawler here. And there have been many reports over the years of crawlers um, as, you know, I mean, you could go back thousands of years as you can with all other, you know, shadow entities. People have, you know, for years and years and years have reported, you know, whether it's the, um, um, the humanoid figure, whether it's the hooded figure, whether it's the hat man, crawler's one of them, um, it could be the uh, the old hag. They're all. We as humans like to try to classify things, and so these are all part of um, the same group of quote unquote shadow people. So there we go. Um, and Donna saying, "Yep, ton of questions," which is great. I, I love the questions. I could just I could do Q and A on all night. I mean, really, <laughs> I really really could. Um. So, Donna Gordon, per Bree Jones, could shadow people have seen rituals, etc., and crawlers are protecting them? That's an interesting take. Are crawlers protecting the shadow people? Hmm. Well, if crawler is a type of shadow person, but in a different hierarchy, because again, we don't know how that world works. You know, I've heard reports of Shadow Man walking in with a couple of humanoid figures into somebody's bedroom or whatever. And the Shadow Man is the one kind of heading up the group. So would the Crawler be doing the same thing? Like with, with Black Bear, that's what people kind of report there are uh, the, the short Shadow people looking into the sanctuary but not going in it because that's the Crawler's domain. So does he rule the roost there? And does he protect that way? I'm not sure if he, in that particular instance, if he would be protecting them because they're outside. So I'm not sure in that case. In other cases, perhaps. It's an interesting idea. You know? um, but I mean, I could certainly see just given you know, any organization where you have one type of a person heading up a whole other group. Sure. So why not? Again, we're just... We're throwing out ideas here, which is great. So, um, okay, let's see what else I have missed here. Um, 
Okay, so this is another one from Bree. Is it possible that those shadows are witnesses to what happened there with the rituals, and that's why they won't go in? The, okay, and that's okay. Another variation of the question that um, I was just talking about. So it's basically the same thing. I think Donna reposted a couple of times because I wasn't seeing it. Okay, uh, and that's Pungai Fungai's question. Okay, uh, M Labuda sixty one. Do you think? they know we're here and can see us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely that crawler was interacting with us. Uh, I, I think it was trying to scare us off. It did spook some people. Uh, I've had a shadow person, I've kind of talked about a few times, the one that crossed my arms, obviously that interacted with me. Uh, there's another one when I was 13 years old, looked in through uh, my door. It was basically almost like a peeping time. I called it Tom because it was almost like a peeping time. Kept peering in as I was, you know, unpacking because we had just moved. My mom said she saw the same thing. Uh, the one at Johnny V's, it seemed like I spooked it. Uh, there are other shadows that I've seen that I'm not really sure if, uh, if they saw me or us or not. Uh, just kind of observe, okay, there goes a shadow that way. That sort of thing. Uh, but there have been a, a few different cases in which I have, you know, had a type of interaction with a shadow person. So I do believe they can hear and see us. Um, from Tim Schoen, what kind of conditions generally exist that could cause a crawler to exist? That is a fantastic question, which is very difficult to answer. Because of the fact that we're not really sure what they are. You know, is being a type of interdimensional being, which I believe they are, how does it cross into our plane of existence? In this particular case, it may have been some sort of summoning. I say maybe, because we don't know. You know, the whole, th you have to think about the situation here. So, we believe, we don't know for sure, we believe there's been some sort of cult practices that have happened back there where they were conducting animal sacrifices. We believe. We're not sure. There's a little bit of evidence from the burn marks, from the scorch marks, from the burnt animal bones, that sort of thing. I mean, it could have been just some, you know, sick kids that were torturing an animal back there. It could have been. Or, <laughs> because of the general heaviness that is in there, it could be, as many people have speculated, that they were doing stuff back there. And so that's one maybe, okay? The second maybe is that they were successful in their sacrifice and conjured something up. So you have these different ifs in place. It makes for a very interesting story if that is true. We just don't know for sure that it is. But many people believe and speculate that it is true. So it's difficult to say. And that's one of the things with this field that you're just kind of like, man, that makes sense. Da -da 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 -da. But try to prove it, you know? And that's one of the reasons that we go back to these places and we're asking questions, and we're investigating. Sometimes we're sitting there for hours getting nothing, but we keep asking the questions because we're trying to figure out what exactly has happened at these places to cause this activity. So it's possible that that was the case for that particular place, but we don't know. We don't know for sure. Uh, the way 
the way the mysteries of uh, the Church of Darkness, that story is written. Again, it's a mixture of real history and legends and fiction. So the fiction part of it is that. Because we don't know for sure if it's true or not. So I have to include that in the fiction part and not in the real history and legends part of it. Um, okay, so what else did I miss here? Um, yeah, it's kind of gone on here. And you're welcome. <laughs> okay. So. All right. And there's, uh, hey guys. Oh, you guys are, okay, I see what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I won't get into that in particular. Um, and so real paranormal, uh, real paranormal activity, the podcast, uh, Shadow Entities, what's this all about? Well, yeah, I mean, we're talking about crawlers, the shadow entity type of crawler is what we are talking about. And let's see, do I have any other picks that I did not include here? So I did the basement, the bottom. That, that's all the, um, I guess that's all the picks that I had included in this particular one. And that's the, that's Black Bear Church, where we've seen the crawler. So, yeah, go ahead and throw out any other questions. You guys had a bunch of questions, which was great. Because um, like I said, I love taking the questions. And, yeah, I, I know that... Um, I know it's going to be a controversial topic just because of the fact that we don't know exactly what they are. And there are so many different stories and theories out there that, you know, people have, uh, you, you just don't know. <laughs> like I said, it, it, like I said earlier, it depends on if you trust the author of the story. So, and, and I'm not going to, I'm not meaning to, to, to bash any particular source, um, but Reddit has a lot of these different stories out there, whether it's a shadow person, um, crawler, which I always, uh, lump in there together because I believe they are related beings or, you know, types of beings. And it, it's to me, you know, back in the day, okay. It, to, to me, it just reminds me back in the day when, you know, mid nineties, okay. Mid to late nineties, internet is kind of, you know, being born. And this is where... I was finally starting to connect with people on a lot of these different theories, these different ideas of about what the paranormal was, about, you know, hauntings, whatever. You know, things that I had experienced and discovering things that other people had experienced. Because I was in a smaller town and you know, back then, you know, before the internet, it was whatever you get your hands on, whatever books may be available. And my town didn't have a whole lot of those books. You know, you might be able to pick up a copy of the Amityville Horror. I was fortunate enough that my mother had given me a uh, copy of Yankee Ghost by Hans Holzer before we moved out of Massachusetts. So, you know, obviously, Amityville Horror, a work of fiction. Uh, Hans Holzer, um, you have paranormal investigations within there. I just didn't really understand what it was at the time <laughs> until I got a little bit older. And then I was like, oh, that's what's going on. Um, you know, but I always had that fascination. So when we finally 
the internet hits, you know, it becomes mainstream. Yes, I understand it originated in the 60s, da, 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 da. It became mainstream in the 90s, okay? It finally became, you know, available to the public. And um, you can get into bulletin board systems through a modem in the 80s, yeah, but nobody's really using it mainstream until the 90s. And that's when we started getting the forums and all that stuff. I mean, like Yahoo groups, you guys remember Yahoo groups? And so all of that type of stuff. And so to me, that's kind of like what, what Reddit is. It's kind of like harkens back to that day when you were finding all those stories on these different forums. And so you go to Reddit and you see all this stuff now. And people are making YouTube videos just based on like, I'm going to read some Reddit stories, you know, or tell some stories out of there. And so, you know, it's interesting looking at those stories because some of them may be real. Some of them I'm kind of scratching my head like, really? You don't know <laughs> because you don't know who's actually behind that story. So, you know, it's like that, that map. It's like, it's, it's great. Somebody's putting all the sightings, those sightings together. Are all those sightings real? I don't know, <laughs> you know, but I think it at least does this. It gets us talking about it, you know, it gets us talking about the things that are out there and what is possibly real and what other people have because you know me shauna vanessa i mean we're straight shooters we're going to give it to you whatever we've experienced um you know we'll talk we'll we'll tell you about the different things that we've experienced and we'll tell you about the boring times too <laughs> so um it, it gets people talking at least and i think that's been an important thing here especially with the advent of the internet, especially with, you know, people putting their experiences, their stories out there. And even if some of them have embellished it or if it's straight up fake, it at least gets other people who have had some experiences to open up and be like, you know, these things have happened to me. I feel more comfortable to actually share my experience. And I feel better knowing I'm not alone and I'm not actually crazy. And to me, that's a, like a big thing that we do here with Haunted Road Media is, especially through like the Encounters with the Paranormal books is like, you know, you're not crazy. Look at all these other people. And that's why Encounters with the Paranormal is not just me. That's why it's a whole bunch of other people so that you see, hey, all these other people are having these different experiences. So I think some other questions came, uh, came up here while I was kind of on my soapbox here. All right. Um... Per Donna Gordon, what's your thought on paranormal flaps? Do you think there's a higher rate of sightings? Paranormal flaps. I have to ask you then, what do you mean by flap? I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm familiar with that term. Or maybe I'm, maybe it's uh, multiple terms for the same thing somewhere. So, um, okay. Per Imla Buddha 61, do you think crawlers are specific to their locations? Well, this particular one did. Just because it's it's been reported at that church there for quite a while now. I mean, long before I came into the picture there, that crawler was reported. And since, apparently, from what I understand. So it seems specific to that particular church, that particular location. Are all crawlers like that? I'm not sure at this point. 
it, but it seems that that's the case. Based off of one, no. Some other stories that you read out there, again, whether they're true or not, they do seem to be the case. Or that does seem to be the case. So, Tom McNicholas, would the sightings of the Mothman actually be a crawler? No, I don't believe the Mothman's a crawler. Um... Some other cryptid, some other, uh, some other being left over from another day and time, perhaps. You know, could it be an interdimensional being? I don't know, maybe. You know, there's, there's people out there to speculate the Mothman is an alien. Just like there's people out there to speculate that Bigfoot's an alien. You don't know. Could be, right? <laughs> there's a lot of different ideas that are out there. And you could make a case for a lot of different ideas. I don't think the Mothman would be a crawler just because the nature of the way... Of, I mean, the crawler the crawler's called a crawler because of the way it moves. And that is basically on all fours, um, and it's very kind of crab-like, you know. Um, that's why it's like, you know, walking on walls, walking on ceilings, you know. And, and you think of like like half the horror movies that are out there these days, and they show a possession, and they got like, usually it's a girl. <laughs> uh, that's, you know, crawling like a crab down the stairs or across the room or whatever. Uh, that's kind of the the thing that we're we're talking about here mothman doesn't have those type of characteristics associated with it so um yeah mothman's more of like a flying type of, of a creature where crawlers are they don't take to the air so um Oh, 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 okay, Donna, okay, paranormal flaps where higher incidents of paranormal activity happens, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying, see, it's getting late, right, okay, so let me go back to your original question then, which was, um, okay, are there a higher rate of sightings of paranormal flaps, which is <clears throat> where higher rates of it, I think okay. When it comes to that, that that kind of that kind of goes with the question of you know is there more is there more paranormal activity happening now than like say in the past? So um, you know so I guess with the paranormal flap. So are there you know higher rates of activity within these areas that are supposed to have more activity? Are there more paranormal flaps around? That sort of thing, and. I understand why people believe that, and it may be the case, but it's hard to know, and I'll explain why I say it's hard to know, and I know it seems like a lot of these questions tonight, it's kind of been my answer, where it's been like, it, it's hard to know, it's, it's um, you know, it's all, you know, theoretical, and, you know, da-da-da, and I don't mean to be like that, I don't mean to be elusive, but you have to take into consideration a number of different factors, so... Is there a higher rate of paranormal activity these days? Maybe. Maybe not. And the reason why I say maybe not is because we don't know what the rate of paranormal activity was 50 years ago. The reason why that is is because 
very few people were reporting paranormal activity 50 years ago because if you were talking to, if you said, I hear voices, um, I see grandma walking through the house all the time, you're going to be thrown in a straitjacket and tossed away and you didn't want that to happen. So if you had these different gifts, you didn't talk about it. Um, has anybody seen Insidious 4? The Last Key? Um, it just, it was out in theaters earlier this year it just came out on streaming Shauna and I watched it over uh, this past weekend the beginning of that movie I don't want to spoil the movie itself but basically they show Elise as a little girl Elise is the psychic throughout the whole series and she gets beaten by her father for seeing ghosts that's not fiction and although it's a fictional tale that really happened where you know you would have fathers mothers um, you know, beat this, what they thought was going to be unholy or what have you, out of their child. You know, that legitimately happened. And if you are older, they're tossing you off to the loony bin. So people didn't talk about it back then because they didn't want to get in trouble. So we don't know how much legitimate paranormal activity was happening back then. These days, we're more open to talking about it. I mean, there are still people that are reserved, that are guarded, that don't talk about it at all. There are people that think that we're nuts, so not all paranormal activity gets reported, obviously. So, but given the fact that we are more a more open society to it these days, and we're not going to, you know, toss people to the loony bin now because of it, more people have been coming forth and telling their stories. We just don't know how to compare it to an older generation. Something that I think is kind of interesting, though, is if you look back into the 1800s during like the spiritualism movement, and people were more open talking about it back then, and there's like you know newspaper accounts and uh, you know stories in the paper, stories that people are writing about uh, supernatural and paranormal activity happening, and so it seems like seems like there was a period of time there where more paranormal activity was going on. But is that really the case? It seems like it was just a more open society to talking about it back then. And then it closed down again for a while, and now it's opened back up. So I think it's always been with us. But to try to gauge it like that is very, very difficult. <clears throat> so it's a long-winded answer to your question, Donna, but and it doesn't really give you a straight answer to it. <laughs> Like I said, kind of elusive, and I apologize for that. So, um, oh, was it be asking? Is it on Netflix yet? Uh, no, I, I picked it up on Voodoo. It's not on Netflix yet. So, um, so what else, you guys? Got <laughs> Chipper Terry gonna watch it tonight after this show? Uh, yeah, it was. You know, it was, I'll just, uh, not to give anything away, it was, it was decent. I still like, I still like the first couple ones. Um, they were pretty good. This particular one actually did better at the box office than any of the others. So, um, they're going to make a fifth, of course. <laughs> uh, but it does do a nice, because the third one was a prequel, this one's also a prequel, and it does a nice job of bridging 
right into the first two movies. So it's kind of a weird, awkward order where they did they basically did the movies one, two, or, or I'm sorry, they did it as three, four, one, two as far as the order. So, um, what else you guys got? So, Donna says, scroll back more, Mike. There's more questions. Okay, I'm trying. The problem is there's dead air time when I scroll back too far. Um, I'm just, I'm looking for, for bold text is what I'm looking for. So, see, I see your paranormal flaps one. So, was there more stuff before that? Oh, okay, there we go. From Zippy. Zippy. So, Zippy is one of our uh, deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons. There's six. This will be the moment in time in the show where I mention the six. And so that's Stop McNicholas, Grizz, B3, Aerospace, Zippy Davis, BD Flints, and Pamela Queen are a deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons. So do you think there are other types we haven't seen yet? Probably. <laughs> Probably. You know, I think that we are just on the cusp of uh, discovering a lot more, uh, a lot more things in this universe that you would consider supernatural paranormal whatever term you want to attribute to it you know people say like you know like black-eyed children they say it's like a newer phenomenon and yeah because a lot of the reports again are more recent there are a couple very few that date back into uh, like the middle of the 20th century but again it's one of those that who's going to talk about it you know um as far as, um, oh, Vanessa just shared a, her <laughs> daily tarot file with me. That's what the buzz was, if you heard it. Um, when it comes to, uh, and that's something I wanted to say here uh, about this. And that was, I knew there was other things I wanted to address from, uh, I referenced, didn't say what video it was, but I referenced that there was a video I saw uh, recently about crawlers. I was like, yeah, there's some of this information there. So one of the things in this particular video was saying that crawlers were a more recent phenomenon. Crawlers have been around, like I said. Um, they're, I mean, they're associated, related to the shadow person realm, which has been around for thousands of years. Um, there's cultures that have talked about uh, these type of entities forever, you know. And it's not just it one uh, that talked about it. You're talking about like pretty much all cultures. Something I talked about in a number of my shadow people videos. I talked about in my presentation, and I will actually go down a list of different cultures. This is here what you know. This one said about this. What you know, and they're almost identical stories. You might call it something a little different. There might be a couple of details that are different, but they're all very, very similar. They're all very, very related. And so, crawlers have been around for for a long, long time. So the fact that you have a, and this is one of the problems, even though the internet is great for, you know, disseminating information, there's a lot of misinformation as well. <clears throat> and so, um, so people saying that crawlers have only been around for a little while. I, I guess the question is, why would something only be around for like a little while? It had to have originated somewhere, right? You know, we as you know humans we originated from somewhere we've been around for a while you know i haven't predict you know <laughs> myself but humans as a race have been around for a while right so you know while while the crawler at black bear church may not have always been there at black bear church 
other crawlers like it have been around for a while. So other type of entities that we haven't encountered yet? Yeah, I, I believe that. We're still exploring this universe. You know, we're one planet here out of you know, an infinite number of different of different planets. Who knows what's rolling around on those other ones? And the supernatural realm is one that we have a hard time seeing. And I know there's a lot of people in chat that are able to see a lot more of it than I. Okay. Um, but it's still difficult to see it to see at times, to be able to see all of it. And so there's an entire world around us that you know, I mean, there, there may be other people in this room right now and I just don't know it, right? I mean, supposedly I have 10 spirit guides. I say supposedly because I haven't seen them myself. But I've been told a couple different times by people who don't know each other years apart that I have 10 spirit guides. So it'll get kind of crowded in here, right? Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of things out there that we just, we still have yet to discover. All right, so um, let's see what else I may have missed. Um, so, you know, like I said, this is kind of like where dead air time comes in. Um, so, per Big Daddy's channel, please explain what black eyed children are. Okay, that's a whole nother video in and of itself. So, um, Real quick, I have a whole nother video on Black Eyed Children that we did it inside the Upside Down on um, back in, I think it was November or December. So Black Eyed Children, basically, um, you know, they, they look like they look like children. They have, obviously, black eyes, right? And they show up your, at your door, and you know, it could be your door. could be your, They show up in cars, too, and they want in. Their whole thing is to be invited inside. Um, they don't really tell you why, they just kind of have this whole, it's like all monotone, very, very creepy. Um, the way they're dressed is usually kind of drab, they look kind of out of place. They almost, a lot of people say they look like homeless children. They're just trying to get in and you have a sense of dread. There is a sense of like, you want to let this child in, but then there's also like an alarm going off in the back of your head. There's something wrong here. There's something wrong, but I want to let this child in. I want to let it in. And... Um, so it's, you know, the whole thing is just don't let them in. <laughs> uh, people say they show up out of nowhere, they disappear immediately. Uh, people haven't been able to get them on like closed circuit television, um, systems have failed while they were around. So people just haven't really been able to catch them on camera. A lot of different sightings though. So, uh, very, very interesting what I would probably also say is another type of interdimensional being. So some people say aliens. We, we don't know. But uh, very, very interesting. Um, so per Jody Brewer, so crawlers are like cousins of shadow people. Yeah, I, I guess that's a good way to put it. Because it, when I go through my whole classification of shadow people, and I, I hate saying that too. Um, because really I think it's a human constraint that we have to classify things. And as I'm writing my book, which I have to do more of, <clears throat> I've been busy doing a lot of other things, it's going to be like one little part of it, um, because I, I feel it constrains us too much. But we as humans have to 
we always have to do this, right? We always have to compartmentalize. We always have to categorize all that stuff. So I have to kind of put it in there just for readers because, the okay, this is what this is. This is what that is. So, yeah, like uh, the humanoid figure, hat man, uh, hooded figure, the mist, the wisp, the crawler. Um, they're all related, but they're not exactly the same. Um, you know, you got the one, you got the guy with the red eyes. So, however, shadow people don't have red eyes. You know, so similar, related, different though. But yeah, crawler would be a type of one. Uh, yeah, B three airspace labels. Yep. <laughs> uh, real paranormal activity has to go. Get you later. Thank you for dropping in. Appreciate it. Um. Kathy Silienta, they ran alongside of the wall and the floor. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Um, that's actually exactly what I've been talking about, Kathy. <laughs> so the experience that that we had was exactly that, where it seemed like it came in through the window, because that's where we were initially seeing the activity and where we kept seeing like shadows. Um, it seemed like a shadow was you know wanting to come in through the window. <clears throat> And then it was in the room, and it was around us, circling us. It was on the, the ceiling. Um, at times, it moves so damn quick. Um, and we have a question down here. Uh, Southern Comfort Beach down in Periscope. What about the Grim Reaper? The Grim Reaper is uh, death. That's a different entity altogether. Um, so, yeah, it was, just, it was so quick. You could see at times, okay, okay, there's... The torso, there I saw the body, you know, and then like, you know, arms. You could see arms, legs. You could see the way it was moving. Again, you know, crab-like. Um, the thing just moved quick, you know. So it was it was difficult to see, but what you did see of it, you could tell the way it was moving. And this was because we'd heard the stories of the crawler there um, many many times, and so it was like, this is it, this is it. Um, what I'm going to do, I know some of you have been around since the very beginning but for those that have joined later i'm going to play that initial clip so it's it's like a little over a minute um we didn't have any video cameras running so this is an audio clip with some photos spliced into it and so you kind of hear our reactions to it and so um the psychic that we were with was very kind of spooked by it so she was asking us to pray which we prayed uh, and then at one point she asked us to sing, so we sang. Uh, but you hear the uh, the bottle getting kicked around. There's some metal banging. There's static interference. It can't be explained because we're out in the middle of nowhere. So I'm going to play the clip again real quick for those that have joined late. Overpowering. Yes, the plastic bottle on the floor? Yes, but they're making sounds and moving the bottle and everything. Something. Are y'all not hearing it? No. Oh, no. Thinking of my good thoughts. Did you not hear it, Kathy? No, I didn't move. John is a freaking crawler. I did not move. Well, I swear to you guys, I didn't move. We believe you. We believe you. Yeah. 
Did you not hear it? Did I you not that. hear the thump I heard that. on the freaking metal? I heard that. Okay, I did not. I had just it. heard I it again. That. Unless that was you, Dustin. I just moved, but I didn't hit any metal. To sing God's praise. Did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you hear that? That was not me. Okay, and I've been trying to find the rest of Kathy's story in here. Uh, she said, scroll a little bit up, and I'm just not seeing the, the beginning of the story. Um, it could be, and it may not have posted. If you use too many letters, it won't post in the chat. Um, I know this happened to Carrie before when he was trying to tell us some stuff a, a couple of months ago. We just... I was like, yeah, go ahead, tell the story, and like nothing ever showed up. Um, so, but yeah, it sounds like from um, the little bit that you've posted here that you had a very, very similar experience to what we did. Um, yeah, Kathy said, read her above question, and I'm just, um, I'm not seeing it other than the they ran along the side of the wall and floor, if you ever experienced anything like that. And so anything before that, um, I'm just not getting. So, and yeah, they move so fast. So, and Kathy, there it is. Okay. I just, I didn't see it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, static interference is a good example. Yeah, because we were in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, it's, like I said earlier, you know, for those that joined later, of course, you weren't here earlier for it, but, you know, this place, this church, and here I'll toss up I'll toss up a pic of the uh, of the church again. So this place is literally out in the middle of nowhere. You know it's you know, there's I don't have the clip here, but there is I have a clip of where we're driving down the dirt roads to this place during one of the investigations that we conducted, and there are literally like cows in the road. You know they're just they're walking down the road, and we're having to drive the car through the through the cows to get there, and. Um, you know, finally go, you know, down these couple of dirt roads and it's there just looming amongst the fields and across from it is, is the cemetery. So if you guys, for those that are familiar with it, the clips of the, my teeth are warm or what I think says my teeth are warm, uh, clip and the, uh, correct, basically confirming something I was observing about the, uh, headstones that was in the, uh, uh, cemetery right across the dirt road from this church. So obviously the cemetery went with the church. And, and so there's nothing out there. And, but we were getting that static uh, activity. So, um, yeah. Uh, good night, Imlabuda61. I know, it's late. It's after midnight. <laughs> but I said I would do that. I would said I would hang out later. And, um, yeah. So... Yeah, like Donna's saying, it must not have posted because uh, I didn't get the rest of whatever Kathy's story was, which is uh, which is a shame because it sounds like we experienced very similar things. So it sounds like Kathy's also experienced a crawler. Um, yeah, and so B three airspace also trying to find it. So, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the characteristics of of the crawler. So. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I know it is uh, past midnight in the east. I still have to get on some of the Alexa stuff here in a little bit. I appreciate all you guys hanging out with me for the evening because um, we got started late and we rolled a little bit late and you guys had a lot of questions, which was fantastic. So I, like I said, I could literally do the questions all night, but it is getting late and we have things to do and I have work in the morning. So, 
All right, so we'll go ahead and we will, um, well, I do want to say this. So a couple things. I, I presented it in uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole, so we're going to do a um, White Rabbit Notification Squad. So because there's issues with uh, YouTube notifications, some people get them all the time, some people kind of sporadic, and there's reasons for it. So we're just going to put together a little notification squad. Donna Gorton, our Cheshire cat, is going to manage it. Thank you, Donna, for handling the questions tonight. Because uh, Shauna just uh, internet up and down with the thunderstorms across the country, apparently, tonight. Um, so get with her, or she might get with you to get the, to put the notification squad together so that just you know, share it out there, let people know, hey, going live. Because some people, some people come in sometimes like, oh, man, you know, I got wrapped up into something and just... You know, lost track of time or whatever, so we'll let people know. Um, yeah, I am looking tired. I know it's gotten to that point, right? Hmm. So, um, yeah, Greg, I uh, appreciate you guys staying up with me, too. Absolutely. So, all right. We'll get to shout-outs here, of course. And for anybody that's new, please go ahead, by all means, subscribe. Click the little bell notification to hopefully <laughs> get the notifications otherwise Donald's putting together a white rabbit notification squad so all right so let's get to first we'll get to uh, super chat superstars that is Jin and tom thank you very much both of you for being super chat superstars uh, always 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 appreciated so um Donna Gordon, Cheshire Cat, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Greg Rankin, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Katie Palmer, you as well. Tim Schoen, thank you very much. Uh, Chipper Terry, you as well for hanging out for both shows. Always appreciate it. Sean Gilmore, hey, Sean. Um, I'll contact you. We'll figure out if there's any way we can work something this weekend. Um, Beat Through Airspace, one of our Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons. So I'll go through them again. Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons are... Tom McNicholas, Grizz, B3 Aerospace, Zippy Davis, BD Flynn, and Pamela Queen. Thank you very much, all six of you. Really do appreciate that. Uh, Pungai Fungai, thank you for joining us again this evening, as always. Kathy Cillian, too, thank you for, well, at least trying to share your story. You got a piece of it. Again, it sounds like uh, we had some similar experiences there with uh, with the crawler. Um, Zippy, and there's Zippy Davis right there. Hey, Zippy. Imla Buddha 61, I know um, it's already taken off for the evening. Uh, Kerry Parrish uh, says goodnight. He'll email me. I know he's going to have something to tell me about uh, rakes later. <laughs> I've been back and forth with him a little bit on this one. Um, just because, and Kerry, if you watch the end of this later, just just look, just do a Google on rake. Paranormal rake. It brings up all the creepypasta stuff. So... Um, Okay, uh, Katie Palmer, thank you for, I, might, I think I already did say Katie, <laughs> I don't know, but Katie Palmer, uh, Jody Brewer, thank you very much, uh, Real Paranormal Activity Podcast, I know uh, uh, he already took off, uh, Big Daddy Channel, thanks for dropping in tonight, Bree Jones, I know Bree already took off as well, uh, I know it gets late for everybody, X Group Home Kid, hey, how's it going, good to see you in there tonight, Team of the Best, thanks again, I uh, appreciate you always watching us as well. Uh, Track Slayer 2, thank you for, um, for joining us as well. And let's see about anybody. Jen, well, yeah, one of our Super Chat superstars. And 
I'm gonna uh, there's BD Flint, and I'm gonna scroll back down. So all right, and there's Grizz. Hey Grizz, how's it going? All right, I think that is going to do it for the shoutouts for tonight. Again, it's late. People are signing off, <laughs> which is fine. Totally get it. All right, everybody, have a great night, and we will see you next week. So part two of the church uh, mysteries of the church of darkness will be this friday night check that out because it ties into all this <laughs> that we've been talking about tonight till next time